Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, March 11th. I'm Rachel Lippman, in for Wayne Pratt. Ahead on the podcast, while most patients with COVID-19 feel better within weeks, about 10% remain sick for months after getting infected. You wake up and there's nothing there. Like, you know, you charge your cell phone battery overnight and it's like you didn't charge, you didn't plug the charger in. Um, so your battery didn't get filled. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports on the pain, uncertainty, and stigma of those struggling with, quote, long COVID. This is on the one-year anniversary of the World Health Organization declaring a pandemic. But first, the news. A Southern Illinois lawmaker is urging the state's governor, J.B. Pritzker, to drop coronavirus restrictions and reopen the state. Republican State Senator Terry Bryant of Murfreesboro says too many businesses are hurting from those COVID-19 restrictions. She also points to the personal toll that months of restrictions have taken on residents of nursing homes and assisted living facilities. They're just not letting family members go into those facilities, even in the facilities where 100 percent of those who are living there, the residents who are living there and the staff have been offered the vaccine. So if they've been offered the vaccine, both residents and staff, why can they not allow visitors to come in? State leaders say the restrictions are in place to protect the most vulnerable and to prevent the spread of the coronavirus. Bryant says with vaccines available and with better treatments, it's time to revisit those guidelines. The loss of smell and taste is one of the telltale symptoms of COVID-19, and for some patients, it never returns. As St. Louis Public Radio's Shayla Farzan reports, a team of researchers at Washington University are testing an experimental treatment. Elizabeth Tesson keeps a list of the smells that she misses. The beach, fresh laundry, suntan lotion and chlorine. The St. Louis County resident lost her sense of smell and taste in October after she had a mild case of COVID-19. She's now enrolled in a clinical trial at WashU to test whether it's possible to train the brain how to smell again. As part of the 12-week study, patients sniff certain essential oils twice a day, like peppermint and lemon, possibly regenerating pathways in the brain. It's only been a few weeks, but Tesson says she's been seeing small signs of improvement. Maybe, I don't know, in the coming weeks when we're cooking dinner, <laughs> I can actually smell something. For now, she says she's feeling hopeful. I'm Shayla Farzan, St. Louis Public Radio. In political news this morning, Missouri Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft has decided not to run for the U.S. Senate. In a statement released Wednesday, Ashcroft says he will remain in Missouri rather than enter the race to replace Roy Blunt. Blunt announced his retirement earlier this week. The decision by Ashcroft signals he's likely to run for Missouri governor. There's no shortage of GOP politicians interested in Blunt's seat. Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe, Attorney General Eric Schmidt and former Governor Eric Greitens are all considering a run, as are several U.S. representatives. Democrat Scott Sifton of Afton has already announced his candidacy and other members of his party could jump in in the coming weeks. Coronavirus hospitalizations in the St. Louis region are finally beginning to decrease after months. And as more people receive COVID-19 vaccines, public health officials say the end of the pandemic is finally in sight after a year. 
But for some people who got sick, life is still a constant struggle. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports, COVID-19 long haulers are still suffering, even if they're not included in the daily case counts. Rolla Elementary School teacher Christine Reuter caught the coronavirus last fall. Most people who catch COVID get better after a few weeks, but five months on, her body still isn't working right. The irregular heartbeat, there's days where I can feel it, you know, just pounding oddly in my chest. It's like boom, 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 you know, and that's exhausting too. She lost her strength, her blood pressure went up, and her brain felt like it was working overtime. I couldn't think of common everyday objects like I need to get that stuff out of the fridge. God, what do you call that stuff? You know, um, it's white and it's like, oh, milk. Reuter's one of the many people with what has come to be known as long COVID, a mysterious constellation of symptoms that persists for weeks or months after a person's recovered from the initial illness. Long COVID symptoms vary a lot from patient to patient, but many describe feeling exhausted all the time, so much that daily jobs or errands become impossible to manage. Others report having fluttering heartbeats, rashes, and difficulty remembering things. You know, a lot of patients, not really a small fraction, a lot of patients don't really recover fully after having COVID. Dr. Ziad Al-Ali is Chief of Research and Development at the St. Louis Department of Veterans Affairs. He says doctors don't know for sure why some people stay sick, but it might have to do with how the body protects itself against the initial infection. It mounts an immune response that is so strong that also leaves its effects or scars on the body itself itself for weeks to come or for months to come or maybe for years to come. Al-Ali says close to one in 10 people who get the disease will experience long COVID. Millions and millions of people got COVID. If only 10% of them, as, as estimated by the World Health Organization, are, doing, are going to have long COVID, that's a huge, huge number to deal with from a, from a public health perspective. Long COVID is so new, we don't know how exactly to define it or how long it lasts. That can be disheartening for some people, like Chelsea Myrta, an attorney who contracted COVID-19 in December. She says she still has symptoms. You wake up and there's nothing there. Like, you know, you charge yourself on battery overnight and it's like you didn't, char- you didn't plug the charger in. Um, so your battery didn't get filled. Myrta used to be an athletic person, but now doesn't know what her future looks like. I mean, health-wise, I, I truly don't know if I'm going to be able to get back to, you know, even having a, a full-sized battery that could be charged all the way. St. Louis Alderwoman Megan Aliyah Green, who represents the 15th Ward, calls living with long COVID a gray space full of uncertainty. She got sick with the virus about four months ago. She still feels wiped out all the time. She says it's hard to talk about because there's a huge stigma around people who catch the disease. What did you do wrong to um, to get this? And there, there's a lot of shame associated with it. And uh, and we need we need to be able to openly talk about uh, having it and what we're experiencing it because we we also don't want people sitting at home suffering alone. While their symptoms persist for months, many patients do report gradually feeling better. Licensed professional counselor Cabrina Forrest of Ferguson got sick with COVID at the beginning of the pandemic. She's still recovering. Forrest said she had to quit her job and even spent a week in the hospital last spring. Because my heart was pumping so hard, trying to help pump fluid through my heart and lungs. And that was what was causing the extreme fatigue 
and um, the difficulty with breathing is because my heart was being overworked. She's still on oxygen, but after months of rehab at SSM Health DePaul Hospital, things are looking up. Your life may not go back to zero, um, but with adjustments and with patience and with time, you know, you can get a lot closer mm-hmm. to a different and a better, you know, and a new normal. Forrest says she's looking for a new job that will still allow her to take care of herself. Like others with long COVID, she just wants life to return to normal. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. David Cazares was the editor on that piece from Sarah, who has done such a tremendous job covering the coronavirus pandemic for us this past year. The executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio is Shula Newman. The music you hear on The Gateway is by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Rachel Lipman, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.